0: Oh my God, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult,
1: can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today.
0: You and I are going to be like this. I want to know what you're doing. I want to know everything about you, what you're
1: thinking every minute, 24 hours a day. Right now, I'm thinking this is my room. So? So I'll see you tomorrow. Wait a minute. We're not done talking here. One of us is. You're blocking my door. So? So, can we continue this tomorrow, please? I have things I need to take care of. What kind of things? None of your business.
0: Danny, I don't think you're getting it. Everything about you here is my business. My business is to follow your every move. Who is this girl? Look, I've watched like a gazillion hours of these shows, even the really gross ones where they have to dive into a vat of cockroach larvae. And, and what is your point? The contestants who get the most screen time are the ones who are wildly charismatic, extremely competitive, and usually have overcome some heartbreaking obstacle to get here.
1: Well, right now, the only heartbreaking obstacle in my life is you. <gasps> That's so mean. He is mean. He is he mean. mean to her. Because <laughs> he's having problems, so he has to only think about himself. Boy Problems. <laughs> Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Now You See It. Ooh. <laughs> also, maybe originally titled World's Greatest Kid Magician because that's what Stu always calls it. Yeah, our BFF Stu. Our BFF Stu.
0: Well, and that's the name. Well, okay. So after seeing it, it makes sense because that's the name of the TV show.
1: Right. I think maybe that was the name of the movie. And then they were like, that's a really long movie title. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now you see it. Ellipses came out January 4th, 2005. The first we made it. Of 2005. My graduation year. <gasps> my sixth grade graduation year. <laughs>
0: God, um. I always forget our age difference.
1: <laughs> You're yeah. just so young, Val. I'm so young. You're so young. I'm so immature. Is really what you're trying to tell me? No, you look young. Well, I've got the like, what do you Skin? call it on Zoom? No, no, no. I've got the, the, the beauty Zoom, filter. Like, yeah, like yeah, your because face. I
0: see you in real life, and you still have the beauty filter
1: on. <laughs> Wouldn't that you be nice? Crazy coup. Speaking of being in person, <gasps> we're getting together soon. We're hanging out. To hang out, to do something fun, uh, that we're gonna keep a secret from you. So you have to keep tuning in to hear the secret. Mm-hmm.
0: You actually have to like us. So, yep. If you don't like us, now's your time to log off. <laughs> 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 Thanks for getting us one listen, because it's been a minute.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so now you see it was directed by Dwayne Dunham.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: if you need a refresher, he directed. Halloween Town won the 13th year, ready to run, double teamed, right on track, Tiger Cruise. And, and this is actually his last sequel <gasps> that what? he directed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dwayne, we've spent
0: so much time together. I know, As we go on, we remember, remember all the times we Dwayne, together. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as our last movie, come whatever, we will still be decoms <laughs> for
1: La 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 la. Anyway, um, since it's our last time, I will also remind everyone that he also directed Little Giants. Mm. He directed a bunch of episodes of the Clone Wars, and he edited Return of the Jedi. That's a Star War. That's a Star War. Um, okay. It was written by Bill Fritz, is the credited writer. Okay. But as we learned from our Stu shout out episode, Mm -hmm. this was actually written mostly at least by Stu Krieger. Yes. But as he discussed on our episode, it really just depends on who like touches it last and changes just enough to like qualify as the the last person like who actually made a meaningful change to it. So, well, we probably won't ever know exactly what was changed between what Stu wrote and what Bill changed. But I I found very interesting that Bill Fritz is not much of a screenwriter. He most of his credits are he's a he's been a producer on several different iterations of Real Housewives, which is so perfect for this movie and also just bizarre that they somehow got him to write i mean that makes so much
0: sense maybe that's why they got him because it's reality tv and so they were like okay this is the movie but we need you to punch up all the reality tv and add in any cameras or questions or looking in the camera Mm -hmm. that makes so much sense i know isn't
1: that so interesting Wow. Yeah. I don't think he wrote or worked on any other DCOMs, but it was cool that he, I guess, consulted on would be the right word for this one. Um, Okay. The cast is as follows. Also, I would like to note, normally I pull the cast list from the wikipedia entry oh there were two like the wikipedia entry was basically empty for this movie which i found very bizarre because it's.
0: i found that same thing because i was looking for something in the plot and i couldn't find the wikipedia for it
1: yeah it's weird i don't know why specifically this one but anyway uh the cast is as follows ali michalka played allison miller this was actually her first movie Wow, really? Yeah, this was her debut. But she is known for being the Ally of Allie and AJ. Mm-hmm. She was, she's also going to be in Cowbells, another DCOM coming mm-hmm. up, also written by Stu. Mm-hmm. She was in Phil of the Future, iZombie. She was in the movie Easy A, which I love.
0: Yeah, she's good in that too.
1: Yeah, and she was in a show called Hellcats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's she's around. Johnny Pacar played Danny Sinclair. He really has not been in very much. OK. Like the credits that he had, I'd never heard of before. Mm. So, yeah, not much. You know, I didn't think he was like the worst actor. He must have just either, you know, not had good luck or decided not to pursue it. or I don't Yeah. Know. Um, then we've got Franklin Jella. As Max, the like mentor magician who's hosting this big magician competition at his mansion castle thing. Mm-hmm. Now, Franklin Jella, when I saw that he was in this movie, I was shocked. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like he is not the type of person who I would peg for being in a decom. Yeah. He's mostly, honestly, a, a stage actor. Like that's mm-hmm. his like primary thing that he does. But he's been in a lot of movies too. He was in Dave. So he has been in comedies, which is interesting because he's kind of not comedic himself. He's very serious. Um, He was in the movie Junior. Mm -hmm. He was in the movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, a lot of
0: names here.
1: Yes. Yes. A lot of names. (laughs) Junior is the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Where he gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, Sweet November. The one he's probably best known for is Frost Nixon, where he plays Nixon. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Um, he was in a, a movie called Robot and Frank. Mm. He was in Muppets Most Wanted, which I didn't know because I have not seen that. Is that the one with Tina Fey? Yes. It's the sequel to the Muppets or Muppets or whatever okay. the first one was with um. I have Jason seen Siegel. the first
0: one. Yeah, me I too. didn't realize that. I, I think I watched it during lockdown that the am I a man or am I a Muppet is like a real song. Like I thought it was just a TikTok song,
1: <laughs> but it was no, like it's a, real real song. Song. It's a real song. I <laughs> love that first one. That like first Muppet movie with. Heard, I Siegel. don't remember not liking it. Like I, I, think, I, it I don't
0: remember. Any, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that means it wasn't bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly and the music was fun. Then he was in Franklin. Jello was also in captain Fantastic. The Americans okay. and The Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. A lot of people we know were in that movie because it was filmed in Chicago. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. uh, Then Chris Olivero played Hunter, the producer who was competing against Allie. Okay. He was in Double Teamed. He played, like, the hot crush. <gasps> Oh, that's where I know him from. Mm -hmm. Well, there goes my uh, childhood crush. (laughs) And then he was also in Kyle XY. Cool. No belly button. No belly button. It's literally the only thing I know about that show. Same. (laughs) Gabriel Sunday played Brandon, the other magician who was like Hunter's magician Mm -hmm. he's had a weird he has a weird resume like he's still working but not like a ton um but he was in two movies that are both jewish movies or like jewish so like one of them was hanukkah oh hanukkah a magical time of year and actually that one i think was a harry potter hanukkah music video fundraiser
0: I, Val, never thought I would hear anyone say those words together in a sentence. (laughs) So I'm a little shooketh.
1: (laughs) So there's like this like nonprofit or whatever called Lumos, which is Hmm. like the Harry Potter nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And literally this says a magical time of year, Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts artists in support of Lumos, a music video. Hmm. I don't know. And then he was also in the most recent credit that he has is something called Passover. Dot gay. Dot gay. I swear to God. Added to have you seen. It's a web add it, series add or it something. To have you seen? <laughs> it's like a web series or a t- I mean, it's a TV series, but I don't know where you could possibly watch it. He's in one episode. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Like, there are other people in this show that I recognize like of you know who are character actors but yeah I have no idea what this is <laughs> like it doesn't have a plot description or anything huh it looks basically like uh, people having a virtual seder on passover like the poster that's what it looks like okay. so maybe that's all it is I have no idea but but it's dot gay it's called passover.gay <laughs> I don't know maybe it means happy Maybe I don't or maybe know. Maybe it means gay. Yeah. Uh, either way, that is Gabriel Sunday. Um, Amanda Shaw played Zoe Cunningham, the third magician in mm. the competition. She was just in Stuck in the Suburbs. She was one of the pals. Yeah. Of the... She didn't have like a huge part in this or in, the, or in Stuck in the Suburbs. That's yeah. pretty much all she's done. So but she was cute in this. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, she I'm didn't... surprised she didn't have a bigger spot. Know. Then we have Deneen Tyler as Miss McAllister. She was sort of the executive producer of the show, and she was in Stuck in the Suburbs. I don't know what part she played because I didn't notice her then. She's also done a lot of movies, like smaller parts in a lot of movies. She was in Runaway Jury, Benjamin Button, Treme, 12 Years a Slave, Dallas Buyers Club, Logan Lucky, Billionaire Boys Club, and Looking for Alaska. Wow, she's been in a lot. Yeah, and that's just stuff where either she like had enough of a part that like it was you could tell, you know, like there was like pictures of her yeah. in it or like she was in multiple episodes of a show or something. Cool, good for her. Yeah, so she's working. And she definitely looked familiar to me. Like I was like, "Yes, I've mm-hmm. seen this person before." Then we have Spike Spencer as Paul. He's the um oh. uh, the adult mentor for
0: yeah. um Allison and person
1: that's right. He is the mentor. And he is mostly a voice actor, like pretty big resume, but it was like all anime. Like I'd never heard of any of it before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Then we have Patricia French, who played Madame Suzette. She was the medium that they brought in at one point oh, to like, evaluate the magic. Uh-huh. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in Army Wives, The Change Up, Wanderlust, Anchorman 2, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Dummy Over 2, sorry. Um, something called The Sweet Yeah, get it right, Yeah, sorry. Um, and most recently, The Thing About Pam with Renee Zellweger. Oh, yeah, that like, just came out. Yeah. And then we have Devin Tyler, who had... Barely apart, she was the linking rings girl. So, like when Allie is at the beginning, kind of looking at all the magicians, she's the one who can't get her rings to unlink. Oh yeah, um, but she's been in a lot. She was also in Stuck in the Suburbs, but then she was also in Glory Road, The Great Debaters, also in Benjamin Button, also in Twelve Years a Slave, Underground, Watchmen, Antebellum, The Underground Railroad, Deep Water, and most recently on the show Snowfall. Jeez. So yeah, yeah, so she she's in a working. hmm Uh okay. The synopsis is as follows. An ambitious student producer uncovers a real wizard who is just learning the extent of his incredible powers during the filming of a reality TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Except that spoils the entire movie. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, we don't have to spoil City. Yeah, we don't. We can just skip spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um a couple of fun facts, other than okay. the fact that this is Ali Machalka's debut and also that this may or may not have gone by World's Greatest Kid Magician for a while. A large portion of this movie was filmed in an abandoned bank in New Orleans.
0: I did notice they were in New Orleans. You could tell via streetcar.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Um, and they had to evacuate the set <gasps> because of Hurricane Ivan.
0: Wow. Yeah. 2004, 2005.
1: Mm hmm. Um, and then another cool thing is the only magic tricks that were not actually performed by the cast were the ones involving any kind of like CGI. Cool. Yeah. So they had to like learn actual magic, actual like sleight of hand. Yeah. Magic, Val. Yeah. Magic. They had to learn magic. God. I'm sorry,
0: everyone. <laughs> Val's just, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> She's I'm so just not feeling
0: herself today.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Um, all right, Al. Val. what were your first impressions of this flick thanks val um i
0: i don't know i i want to like this movie <laughs> like i want to like it and i don't think i do and it has nothing to do with the writing and then the acting i there i just i don't know i just <laughs> i just didn't love it it's not a bad movie so i'm going to give it a rating And I don't want this to deter anyone from watching it. But I'm going to give it like a four and a half. I just didn't love it. And I don't know why. Maybe because I watched it yesterday when I wasn't feeling well. But I'm not going to test it to that. I'm going to test it to my opinion. Great. I had never seen it before either.
1: Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Now, first impressions. Uh, I'm probably not going to be as polite as you. I did not like this. Yeah. (laughs) I thought there was just a ton of Allison and Danny yelling at each other in different rooms. It was very like chaotic. There were too many characters. And so you couldn't give like anyone enough time to like be a fully formed person, except for like the main three characters. Yeah, I did think that Frank Langella played, like, we've talked about this before, where, like, I really appreciate when great actors come in and play like they're in a fucking Oscar movie. Yeah, he did a great job. I I love that. He was terrifying. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought he was actually going to, like, kill them at points. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. It was cute. Like the magic was cute, especially like knowing that they were actually doing it. And like you can kind of see it sometimes, like the sort of practical way that the magic works. And like, that's cool. Like, that's fun. And like, it's a cool premise, but it I, it just failed in execution. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was just there was too much going on. There's also like this super annoying narration going on the entire time that we kept like jumping back to. And, yeah, you know. I haven't seen Ali Michalka in anything else, but like she's so, or I've seen her in EZA, but I haven't seen her in like anything other than EZA. And she's just like so much in this. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's her first movie or if it was because she was being directed to be that way, but it's too, like, it's so much. And I know it's like her character is meant to be like too much. Like that's the whole point. Like everyone hates her because she's a know-it-all and she's, Just Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, She's very intense. And in that way, I sort of like related to her because like I've been accused of that before. But it was just like exhausting. It was exhausting to watch. They took way too long to reveal what was going on with Danny. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like her nagging at him for like the first 45 minutes of this movie. And then him being an asshole. Right. He's just a jerk. And like probably the funniest person in this movie is... Brandon like the the other magician and like they they tried to use that but like they could have done more with his character and had fun with the comedy of it all but like they were trying to be so serious and like I think it would have worked a lot better if like the only person playing this straight was Franklin Jella. and then everyone else was kind of like having more fun with it I don't think it was the writing. I think it was like a combination of the directing and the acting personally. yeah, It was not my favorite. I probably won't watch it again. I was checked out two thirds of the way in. It felt long. It felt really long. You know, I would say watch it for yourself, like evaluate it for yourself. Don't let us tell you not to watch it. Um, it this isn't like a you lucky dog situation where I'm like, please don't ever make yourself mm-hmm. watch that movie. Like, it's not like that at all. It's just like not. My taste, you know, Val. Too, I'm gonna spoil something for you,
0: which I don't think I've ever done. Hmm. the The reviews from the people, they love this
1: movie, huh? And you know what's interesting about that? So I've been thinking more and more. Good, I wonder- congrats, Val. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been wondering more and more if I'm like aging out of the sensibilities in these mm. movies. Like, I just don't I can I, I'm not that I wasn't that much older than them. You know, like they're supposed mm-hmm. to be like 15 or something, 16, maybe mm-hmm. like, I don't know. They're not that old. I was 18. So, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's that I think that we're just getting
0: to like looking at the 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 next few movies that we have we're going to have some good ones. We're going to have some bad ones. Look at what we had early on. We had some good ones. We had some bad ones. Like yeah. I'm excited for the like watching of high school musical. I'm excited oh, for yeah. like the, there are good ones that I don't think that you're going to be like, well, I'm aged out of this. I don't, I can't connect to it. Like I definitely yeah. think that they're going to be there, but right now I feel like we're in this like middle school year. Like we're, we're in like the middle school of decoms where we're like, okay, like we're
1: trying to figure out.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're trying to figure out their voice again because yeah. it was so strong in the beginning mm-hmm. with your brink and your under wraps and your, I mean, I hate look of the Irish, but look of the Irish, <laughs> you know, those strong movies. Yeah. We're in this, like, where do we fit? And then I think once we hit High School Musical in 2007. Yeah, it's a different era. Yeah. It's a different era. And then we're like in that, like, high school. We're a little bit more mature. And so I think to your point, you you personally might be just like two or three years ahead where like this for me is my middle school where I'm trying to figure myself out. The movies I'm watching, I'm not really connecting with because they're trying to figure themselves out. (laughs) And so 2007 or 2006 is when High School Musical comes out. And so I'm in eighth grade. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, and so I think it's, I think you're just yeah, like definitely. a year or two ahead, but not a, a, enough ahead where you're not going to like this shit, you know?
1: No, I. it's not that at all. I think, if anything, I think you're right. Like, I think that as an organization, the decom organization, like yeah. the people who are making these, we're trying a different style for a while. This mm-hmm. sort of like chaotic, almost like slapsticky, like right. just over the top stuff in a lot of these movies and like it's as evidenced by the fact that uh, he didn't write this but like dan berenson wrote like a million of these movies in this era and i I don't well i just don't really like a lot of his movies that he's written and i think it's just they were trying a different style like what i love about those first like swath of movies is with a couple exceptions which we both didn't like either. They are much more grounded. Like they're much more like just real people, like dealing with real problems in a real way. Like even if uh-huh. it's a fantastical like scenario, like Under Wraps is obviously a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. It, it still feels like the truth of the rea- the reality that they are in, right? And like these ones, I feel like are are sort of like they're they're playing down to like a lower level of intelligence mm-hmm. like do you know what i'm saying like
0: yeah i mean i get it because that's why you like the halloween town because they all of the people in that film that film <laughs> are buying into the world
1: that they're right in. and right. this one felt very we know we're actors yeah it just felt like very it felt like it was sort of and, and it's weird. Like, I really would, would love to know what was changed from Stu's script because we actually yeah. talked about this with Stu. He does not like playing down down to people. He doesn't like making stupid characters or superfluous characters, right? So, like, yeah. I, I just I don't know what they changed, but it just feels like this is more in that same oeuvre of, like, these other ones where, Oubre. you know, when we do improv, like, one of the first things you learn is, like, play to the top of your intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to be funny by playing stupid. Like you can yeah. be dumb but still play smart. And like right. this feels like they're playing dumb mm-hmm. or they're being dumb. I don't know yeah. how to explain it exactly, but it just it just feels not insulting. That's way too extreme. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just sort of like, okay, I get it. Like can we just like can we just all act like normal human beings? Yeah. <laughs> <in this movie? laughs> So anyway, tangent over. Uh Al. Yeah. Quotes or moments. Did you have any faves? Um, there was one guy, he
0: was the cameraman, and uh they were saying goodbye, and he just goes, peace. <laughs> and I loved that. <laughs> um, and also the okay, cameraman apparently is my favorite character. Also the cameraman. I bet the only reason we did a bajillion takes is because Allison thinks he's cute. And I thought that was funny because he was like yeah. pissed off. But I mean, it kind of re- it wasn't true. Well, it was kind of true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, <laughs> wait. I'm gonna say my other one. Uh, someone's pulling rabbits out of a hat, and it took her a second. And then someone goes, "Maybe that one's stuck." That <laughs> <laughs> <It> was funny. <laughs> um, okay, and then my favorite moment. Is when uh, so in the beginning of the movie, they're like interviewing people of who they want to select as their entry for best kid magician. And they interviewed him and they walk out of the house and she looks up at him in the window and he's looking out like this. He has like <laughs> these pursed lips. He's like. <laughs> and it. Um, it made me crumble in a, a bad crumble? way yeah not like in a sexy crumble way you know mm. Mm. not like no, a sexy crumble. <laughs> <laughs> Bell? okay val is not sexy crumble sorry michael um no it was it was in like a uh, uh, kind of crumble you know mm.
1: sure val any favorite quotes <laughs> or moments um sh- yes <laughs> it's not my fault if people ask me questions and i have answers
0: that's a foul quote.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, this was just the dumbest line. You know, I might be dressed like an elephant, but I feel like a horse is behind. <laughs> like, there was a one moment where people kept saying, wardrobe malfunction. And I think this was like a year after the wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. So they were like hearkening, I think, to that. Okay. That makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, my favorite quote, and probably be my favorite moment, because it's my favorite quote, is "There's a lot of things we can't explain: ESP, mind readers, Donald Trump's hair."
0: Insane, insane! I wrote that down and didn't mention it <laughs> because I knew that you were going to. But it's so like it is so f- interesting. The chokehold that that man had on media in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, oh, 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 well. Oh, oh, oh my oh, god. god! My confidence disappeared! <laughs> All right, welcome to Spoiler City. <laughs> you know how we got here so fast? Magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Science mm-hmm. is real magic. Okay, so this entire movie, Al is doing a narration and Val hated it. I didn't mind it as much because we actually see her and it's not a VO narration. I actually did appreciate this narration, seeing her face and seeing her reactions. So I'm going to preface with that. So we start with her saying they don't think that Danny Sinclair is real, but she knows that he's real. We cut back all the way in time. So she signed up to produce this reality TV show as a kid because they're looking for like kid producers and they're searching for the world's greatest kid magician so she signed up to like find an individual magician be their individual producer they get a mentor they get a cameraman and they're going to follow this kid, uh, the, this audition for great, World's Greatest Kid Magician. So that's how we start. She's kind of a know-it-all. She's kind of annoying. In the beginning, she's like raising her hand. She's there on set, and she found out the secret of how to apply to be the producer, and she's like, you always have to look in the background for the clues. And the main guy, Max, is kind of enthralled with her. Uh, what's his name, Val? jella Frank Franklin Ben jella mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he's, he's a guy... <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who is like in charge of this search. So he is looking for the world's greatest kid magician, basically using everyone else to do his job for him. <laughs> so we have a kid producer, kid camera person, an adult mentor, and then your magician. So we see a montage of auditioners. Blah, 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 blah We get to the last kid, Danny, and he's super anxious and he can't get the trick right. So he's trying to pop a balloon and a dove's supposed to pop out. And he's trying a million times. Pop, I can do it. Give me one more chance, one more chance, one more chance, one more chance. One more chance. And so he does it like 80 times And they're like, okay, dude, whatever. Um, They walk out. That's when she looks at his pursed lips in the window. And then they get to the car and they're putting their camera equipment in the car. They open it up and all of the doves that were supposed to fly out of his hand in the balloon are coming out of the backseat of the car. So they're like, oh my God, this kid's a genius. So they pick him as their like world's greatest kid magician option because it's still a contest. So there's three different producers. They choose their kid magician and then everyone goes and, competes so then they're on their way to the place and then they meet the other kids they're doing card tricks um, he like takes the card and slams it against the window and they're like how did you how, how did you guess my card and how is it sticking against the window and that's <laughs> magic <laughs> then they all get introduced to the lead magic man Max and are in his mansion so this movie takes place in Max's mansion which is okay kind weird that's kind of weird so they all they all get introduced to Max, and they're all going to stay there. So it's a little weird. Danny didn't have his key, and so then the magic man, like, showed him his key. And then there's three kids, seven days. So it's a week-long competition. There's three kids who are competing for the magic. And Danny, um, I believe, kind of from our cold open, he's like, I'll do whatever I can to win this as long as you leave me alone. And so
1: he just wanted to be left alone. Um, and so their first trick and- where... And like, I would, sorry, I would just like to point out that Allison is right. Like, she's Mm -hmm. right when she's telling him he needs to be more than just good at magic. He needs to be interesting and he needs to be engaged. Otherwise, he's not going to win the competition. She's not incorrect. He's just got other motives and he's being a dick about it
0: <laughs> yeah so he so they're like mad but she's his producer and so their first like task of the competition is they need to make an illusion with a basketball a rope a broom a fish shank and a bed sheet um and he doesn't want to do it because he says it's silly and then they fight they get in a lot of fights for him and Allie. So much. Fun. um and then a, the girl does hers she gets a seven um The kid, Brandon, has zero energy, but he makes some kind... Oh, no, he doesn't go... He goes second okay so then Danny goes second and he has no energy up there but he makes some kind of He like holds a bed sheet up and then all of the like stuff is intermixed with each other um but he made some kind of contraption where like is spinning with the rope on the broom but it's in snow and so Brandon the kid um is annoyed he's like that was not in the rules we could only use the five items and so um he was like well I need an assistant so he uses Danny as his assistant he lifts the sheet but then the kid disappears And he's like spinning in the back wheel, like there's a wheel in the back wall. And he's like there and everyone's like, wow, this is amazing. How did Brandon do that? And um, everyone kind of knows because like, how did he do that? But he got a 10. And then Allie and Danny fight again and she follows him into a fun house, which makes no sense why it's there, but it's there. And then each person for the second task got like a specific magician and they had to, f- to do their most notable trick. So he's studying, trying to find, um, cause he like wanted to come to this mansion to like find more information. And so he's trying to find the secret rooms and hidden chambers and then they all, they, they find the books with all the same symbol and they, it's a map. And so they go searching in the mansion for basically the chamber of secrets. And then it's really like watching a live escape room. Um, <laughs> Cedric, uh, the cameraman wants to leave. He opens up the vault and the door closes behind them. And then they found a secret library and then he touches a thing. And then it transfers, transfers them back to the library. I thought that was going to have way more significance and it did not. It literally no. was just like, this is the way to get back to the Main also, main room
1: the secret library is just the bank vault like they didn't yeah. even try to make it look like a library it's, yeah because it was an abandoned bank right it's just oh, the bank that's vault so cool with one table and one book in it
0: yeah i mean literally <laughs> so um then the girl gets a six out of ten from doing rabbits in a hat brandon gets an eight out of ten from making a light bulb Fly around the room, and then Danny gets in trouble from his elephant trick um, because he used Brandon as an assistant, and he was like dressed up as an elephant because uh, Houdini's best trick was like making an elephant disappear. So he used Brandon in a in a suit, and then he was like, "I feel like a horse butt," and so then he ended up on a mechanical bull. And then everyone's pressuring him. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? And he was like, I literally don't know you guys. Uh, This is just keep happening to me. Okay. And so then the guy, Max, is like, okay, well, then you have to meet with the WSS panel, which is the worldwide skeptics panel. So Danny is hiding in the vault and he's a freak, but he has powers. So people don't think he's an actual magician, but he's like i'm a wizard he doesn't say that but like that's what he's implying (laughs) he's worried that if he goes against the thing nothing will happen and then he's just gonna live this way or they're going to turn him over to the government and he's gonna turn into a lab rat so he's just like any way i see this it just doesn't work out well so then they get to the worldwide skeptics And they pressure him into doing some kind of trick. And then he rises from the chair and everyone's clapping. But then Max uh, debunks the trick. And it's like, this is a hydraulic chair. And he cheated. And then she's mad at him for lying. And I don't know who said this, but someone said, tell it to someone who cares. So they're fighting again. They just fight this whole movie. Mm. And then she goes back and she re-evalu- reevaluates the dove trick from the very beginning and realizes that he's not a magician. You're a wizard, Danny. <laughs> and so she goes looking for him and she finally finds Max talking to him alone and she records it. Keep in mind, this is a reality show, so there's just been cameras everywhere. And so Max made this show to find Danny because I've been looking for someone with your powers. I know powers want powers. So I kn- he like knows <laughs> that he's like an actual wizard with powers and not just like a magician. So then they use their powers to fight with little knights on the table. So like we kind of see them both having powers in action and he gives him a ring saying like this is going to hone in your skills and you like all this stuff. So it's just like you're part of the family now. But then he goes away and Paul, the mentor, comes in and they must keep an eye on him because the ring is actually stealing his powers and part of the ring is that he can't remove the ring himself. But then Paul finds Allie and is like, hey, what's going on here? And so then she finds Danny and tells him like, hey, and she he doesn't believe her because he's a stupid boy. And then the, she like calls everyone in to the main producer woman of the show and is like, this guy is trying to like hurt my friend. And they go to show the video of she recorded of all that. And then Max like uses his powers, like play with the video. So it doesn't actually play. And so Danny doesn't believe her still, which is so annoying. And then all of them rally together and are like, girl, you're crazy. And they send her
1: home. Oh my God. Believe women. (laughs) I know. I literally was like, this could be called gaslight. Like, yeah, truly. I, I, it was so hard to watch that that series of scenes. Yeah. It was so frustrating. It was rough. So then they want to solve the puzzle
0: kind of about like why the, the other, there was like a dead guy who used to own the mansion or whatever, and he's wearing the same ring. So she needs to get back inside to be like, Oh my God, like I need to show him that this dead guy is wearing the ring because the old guy stole his powers and he died doing a magic trick. So she sneaks in through a secret chair and then Max, um, the old guy convinces him that he needs the ring. Like this will help you. His parents are there. The show was starting and Hunter, um, the guy from double team tries to get rid of her and she leads him into the fun house. We get rid of him. He turns her, he turns her down like eight times of like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I re- literally wrote, this is annoying. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, like, he just did not believe it. Yeah, so he's about to do his final trick. This is like, oh, we're about to pick who's the best magician. And he's doing his 100 pounds of lead at first. He's supposed to lift it over his head. And um, we can tell that like it's not him, but Max is doing it from the chair. And then Max's goal here is if the ring stays on him until mid- the stroke of midnight or whatever, then he'll steal all of his powers. So Max wants to drop the 100 pounds thousand pounds of lead on him so that he dies but he still gets his powers um and then he captures allison and it looks like the swords in the box are going into her which fell fun facts i've been cut in half before at a magic show i had a lot of anxiety doing it but it was really cool i was in fifth grade um and then uh because the he can't remove the ring himself she removes the ring and then the two of them get in a magic fight powers fight a duel a duel thinking a wizard doom and then um he then he slips the ring on max's finger so he starts taking all of his powers and danny comes out victorious and then huh? somehow all of the tapes from this whole last seven days have disappeared but then they all showed up in Allison's room so she knows the secret and this whole story was her telling us it and then danny went into hiding to hone his skills before they meet again which i could totally tell this sounded like they were setting up for a A sequel um but she's the only one who knows where he is and then he can like snap her into place whenever he wants to hang out with her then they kind of have some sort of like love relationship which could never end up liking a man who would treat me that way and that's the end of
1: the story totally unearned i wrote at the end what why are they dating yeah, it was. This was a frustrating movie, and mm-hmm. I think as you retold it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that pissed me off. Oh yeah, that frustrated me. Oh yeah, that annoyed me." Oh, man, I just I wanted to like it. I really did. Yeah. Also, at one point, Max, the old guy, says "leisure de main," which is like a French word, and uh, it means a skillful use of one's hands when performing conjuring tricks. Ooh. And I liked that word. Cool. Thanks for our vocab lesson today, Val. Yeah, anytime. Let us bingo. Let us. Let us. Okay, I'm going to go first. One hit wonder song. Yes. Well, Allie and AJ sing a cover of Do You Believe in Magic Mm -hmm. over the credits of this movie, but that's not really a one hit wonder. It's a cover. So I don't know if we can count that. Is Do You Believe in Magic
0: a one hit wonder, though? Mm. The Love and Spoonful? Yeah, 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 Val. We're gonna mark that one. Okay. And you know what? No one can fight me on this because this is me and Val's podcast, and I said
1: so. <laughs> so, hmm. okay. Also, yeah. this song is in par- the Parent Trap. So, yeah. yeah look at who you're <laughs> gonna fight if you're gonna fight us, okay? <laughs> parent Trap Core. I'm gonna make a shirt that says Parent Trap Core because oh that's what uh, Sam said last week.
0: Parent Trap Core we love sam (laughs) hey sam hey sam breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera literally the premise of this movie there was so much so much so much i mean it's not it sucks because it's just like it's not a bad like
1: idea it was just executed poorly yes agreed holiday themed no no clunky metaphor yes so actually okay so I mean, I'm sure there's other ones because like magic can be a metaphor for many, many things. But one thing that I was thinking about and this I'm very certain this is too deep to have actually been intentional, but Mm -hmm. this felt like he was neurodivergent, like something that made him like stand out that he couldn't like control. And then like a mentor figure comes and like offers him all the answers Mm -hmm. by just like Just wear this ring and I'll take care of you and you'll be safe. And he was like very like vulnerable to that because he was already like so desperate. And then when he wears the ring, he feels so good because he like has this confidence and like all of his insecurities Mm -hmm. are taken away. And so all of a sudden he's like making friends and like he's happy and he's not anxious and so he doesn't want to take it off and he doesn't want to believe Allison when she's telling him mm. what she saw. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's frustrating that he doesn't listen to her anyway. But I think part of it is because he doesn't want to believe it because he's been sort of, like, seduced and overcome by yeah. this thing. And so, like, <clears throat> again, I know it probably wasn't intentional, but that that felt very much like that to me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I marked it. OK. OK. Parents who just don't get it. His parents aren't like in it enough. Yeah, I don't think we can mark it. No. Okay, cool non-parent adult. I mean, Max was cool
0: for a bit.
1: Yeah, but I don't think we can count him because he's not actually cool. Okay. But you you know where we could maybe count him, Val? (gasps) Someone too famous for a TV movie? You bet your sweet butt. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I don't know when. Like, I know a lot of his stuff came after this, but he'd been in enough stuff before. Cool. Competition to resolve
0: central problem. Ugh, we don't get this one a lot, so I'm excited we get it today. <laughs> it was literally a magic competition. It was. A montage sequence. There were yes. a bunch. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Cliché villains. The old man. <laughs> the evil magician. Yes. The evil magician. <laughs> Clothes or items you owned. So... Not exactly, but she had this shirt that she wore a lot that had this sort of like lace across the top. Mm-hmm. And I definitely had a shirt that was like that. It was like the reverse. So like hers was like pink with green lace and mine mm. was green with pink lace.
0: Oh, cool. She definitely dressed like Hollister in 2005. So <laughs> just the like double layers and the tank tops oh. and stuff. Although if we're going to go specific items, I had a deck of cards grown up. <laughs> sure, me too. <laughs> All right. I'd say that counts. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60.
1: Well, you kind of gave me a little bit of a hint that people liked this movie. So I'm going to give it a 64. You win, Val. I was
0: 63. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The people, they were like, I don't know why people don't like this movie. And I was like, did you watch it?
1: (laughs) Uh, Happily Ever After. Yes. Yeah. For some reason they're dating. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Almost kissing. No. And yeah. that's why it's so weird. There's they no are, like romantic. dating in the end. Right. Yeah. So okay. random. Yeah. Someone who became famous. Yeah. Yes. Allie. Ali. Let's just
0: manifest all Ali's getting famous.
1: Yes. And valleys. And valleys. <laughs> Betraying of one's real friends or values. I'm going to say yes, because Danny like betrays Allison and doesn't believe yeah. her in favor of Max, who he is known for exactly five days. Yeah, I'll take it. Your childhood crush? No.
0: Okay, well, I had a crush on the hot guy from Double Teamed, and he's in this movie. Does that count? I think we've counted that before. Okay, we're counting it. Great. Obviously bad special effects or stunts? Well, honestly, the only thing that was like obviously bad was the fun home.
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't actually that bad. Like I, yeah. I and I really appreciate that they did a lot of the magic with practical effects mm-hmm. because I think it added like it made it feel more real. Yeah. So I don't know. I say maybe no. I'm a stickler. Stickler stickler. a stickler. stickler. hmm Okay. Okay. Disney Channel star. Allie. 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 Allie.
0: Musical number. No. No, but they do play Do You Believe in Magic like twice.
1: Yeah, I still don't count. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't count, but Magic. Ah! So much. Speaking yeah. of Do You Believe in Magic, do you believe in magic? Also, I would count the, like, practical illusions as science magic. I'll take it. Because that's eyeball magic. Yeah, it's like playing with physics and stuff. Yeah.
0: Someone says the title of the movie. No. I don't think so, which is why, honestly, World's Greatest Kid Magician probably should have stuck. But would that have been too telling and people would not have wanted to watch it? At least having a title where you're like, oh, I want to know what that means. Does it
1: make you watch it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Scoob, dude. Yes.
0: Those kids sure did figure out their problems.
1: Mm-hmm. They literally are like doing like when they're crawling around in the like finding the library or whatever like that was very scooby-doo but also they at the end they like solve everything
0: yeah the heroes create the problem
1: no i don't think they create it no lead is a fish out of water honestly kind of like she knows what she's doing but Mm -hmm. she can't help but be kind of an outcast anyway and he is also an outcast so i would say yes
0: Mal, it's magic. We got one bingo. Oh, yay. So we have our diagonal down from the top corner to our bottom corner, which is one hit winner song. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Happily Ever After. Digi Channel. Digi ja. And <laughs> lead is a shot out of water.
1: Great. Yay. This we was got a one bingo movie.
0: It was a one bingo movie. And all the other marks were kind of sporadic. So. Yeah. 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 Great. All right. Well. Do you hear that? It's do-do do 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 Name that wizard! Okay. Okay, so in this movie we figure out that Danny's a wizard. So in this and so in this game, you're gonna hear a movie. Okay. You're gonna have to tell me the lead actor of that movie. So oh not the, the lead character name. You can say it if you need it to help you. And they're all wizard movies. And Val, I think this is going to be easier than you think. I think it's going to be harder than you think. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So our first movie, Name That Wizard,
1: the lead person in this movie, the lead actor of Wizards of Waverly Place. Yep. See, I don't even know who's in that. It's a decon, Val. Never seen it. Don't know who's in it. You need to brush up on
0: your pop culture. It's Selena Gomez. <laughs> Great. Wrong. <laughs> Should've done that one last. Harry Potter.
1: Daniel Radcliffe. There we go. We got her back, people. <laughs> wizard of Oz. Uh, who's the wizard? Or no. Or who's the lead? The lead
0: of the movie. Judy Garland. There we go. Fantastic Beasts. Eddie
1: Redman. Mm-hmm.
0: We only have five today. There's not so many Wizard movies.
1: <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Elijah Wood.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many people in that movie. <laughs> mm, but when you Google who's the lead of Lord of the Rings, it's Frodo and that's Elijah Wood. Got it. Congrats, Val. You started off bad, but you ended up getting all of the rest. <laughs> and I know that someone was listening,
1: screaming, Val, it's Selena Gomez. I only know Selena Gomez from... Uh, only murders in the building. Well, you need to like her from a lot more than that. Okay,
0: she's an incredible actress, businesswoman, singer. Oh, okay. Well, she she's a businesswoman. She owns her own makeup line. Good for her. Yeah, rare beauty. I use her um, cheek tint. Wow.
1: wow. If I wore makeup, I would maybe consider That's it. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for a lovely day, Val. Thank you.
1: Uh, um, and what are we listening to next? Well, we are watching Buffalo Dreams next. But. But before that, we're going to have a surprise. A surprise, which is
0: different than our. Than the other surprise. Other surprise.
1: <laughs> we have two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly we're all about the surprises.
0: So um, many surprises. Surprises. Um, very excited for our next ep um subscribe like and subscribe uh Always. follow us on instagram i didn't make it to our 500 followers on instagram <laughs> by our two-year anniversary but maybe we'll get there by three years
1: yeah yeah or maybe by the end of march madness that's
0: a feat that's like 130 followers in a week you never know all right val and i have different manifestation styles
1: as jp says in angels in the outfield it could happen haven't seen that one probably since
0: I was birthed.
1: It's great. One of my faves.
0: Okay, bye, Val. See you soon. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. Bye, Val.
1: Bye, Val. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.
0: Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.